And we are live. Somewhere in the world. Somewhere close by. I forget how windy it is in the spring up here. Very. Yeah, every spring I'm like, ah, it's getting warmer, yeah, but the the wind's blowing like nuts. Yeah. Well, cheers. Cheers. It's really quiet in here. It is. My home is never this quiet. We should film film in the house more often. I don't know what to yeah, do with myself. Exactly. Uh, you know, I did that a couple of weeks ago. Went out to my folks' cabin, spent three days just by myself. It's weird when you've got kids. Yeah. Like, you're just used to that constant background noise. Even though we have a lot less now, it's still there's people around. Yeah. I think especially waking up to no one around all day and going to sleep with no one around. <laughs> this is odd. Well, hi there. You can't have my coffee. Those of you joining us with the video, that's my three-legged boxer, Tempe. <laughs> Yeah, the quiet, or like you were saying, the lack thereof, the constant background noise. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> People in, you know, the city, it always amazes me how much constant something. Yeah. Cars, traffic, you know, um, whatever. And then I get to come home, and then all I hear is wind blowing, and my goats bleeding and my chickens and countless dogs and and those are the noises yeah. I want to hear. Yeah. It's better than sirens and horns. After there's a siren out here, it's like, oh God, which one of my neighbors died? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <clears throat> How long is the flight for life going to take to get out of here? <clears throat> uh, yep. Hmm. It's nice to not be shivering, though. It is. <laughs> it's coming soon. Summer, so I hear. It's what they say. Yeah. It's all the calendar. Yeah. Spring was the other day. Yeah. Allegedly. Colorado hasn't gotten the memo. Well, I got the memo. The snow is so wet, my mm -hmm. wife's got stuck on the hill coming up our road. I yeah, had to, go, had to go pull her out or pull her, and then she got stuck in the driveway. <laughs> and I don't know if you noticed the holes in my driveway now. Oh, no. <laughs> yep. Such is life. Yeah. An adventure. It happens. Well, no, it was so funny because <clears throat> she was so like just irritated because we had like we had a plan. This is what we're gonna mm -hmm. do. And I was walking back to my truck to hook her suburban up. And she just got wild hair up her, and just <laughs> punched it. And then 
slid into a hole into the culvert and almost hit the suburban on a post. Oh no! And I just turned around and looked at her, and she's giving me it's like, "I'm so sorry." I'm like, "We had a plan." <laughs> And then we tried to dig it out, and I'm like, I don't want, it's too dark, it's too late, I'm too tired, you know, we'll do it in the morning. Yeah. And it was funny, because she got really frustrated with the, with herself for not listening and not going what we agreed on. And I'm like, babe, stop being so upset. If this was one of your, you know, your stupid chick flicks, we would have fell, laughed in the snow, and had sex out there. And I'm like, <laughs> that ain't happening, it's too cold. It's too cold. <laughs> you know, and they got her laughing a little bit. But I'm like, you know, life is life yeah you know it's could i i mean was it irritated yes very but it wasn't enough it was just one of those i need to calm down and just be like dude just forget it yeah throw some cones out i mean we were in the driveway out of the road but you know threw cones out just for the i knew the plows would be coming through mm-hmm. and they, they come kind of close sometimes yeah so i was like we'll just get it in the morning Right. Well, we got out there in the morning, dug a little bit, and I just rocked her out and backed it out and then drove right up the driveway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was no big deal. But yep. it was one of those opportunities for the ego to jump out. And it, it crept its head up a little bit. Sure. Because I was just like, what slap are you it doing? Down. <laughs> you know? <clears throat> it's like 9, 30, 10 o'clock at night. She had, she had been driving for six seven hours oh shoot going to and from an airport to drop her in uh, her parents off or to pick them up and then of course it spring snows wet and yeah and then uh all the accidents and then you're creeping because nobody knows how to drive and everybody's mm-hmm. in a hurry so then they inevitably get into an accident and then they're really not getting home anytime soon yeah so it was a long day for her mm. um I, on the other hand, got to sit at home and play video games with my <laughs> children. So, <clears throat> that is life. Yeah, it happens. Take everything with a deep breath, and yeah, we'll deal with this just like we deal with everything. Mm-hmm. So what'd you get on your uh, three-day retreat? Um, you know, I didn't go out there thinking about healing, but some of the stuff I mentioned last last episode was with that, with the with healing and and just talking to Jesus about how did you do this? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you are the way. So how did you do this? And that was, I was not expecting with love. That's how I did it. It was, you know, it, it, bringing up the scriptures, it's like, okay, I see a lot of this where you were moved with compassion or moved with love towards someone. That I get but the actual healing with love. That's that's something I'm still chewing on. Like laser focusing that love on that body part. You know, and it... We don't... You know, just... Learning is, is so much more complicated, I think, or, or complex, because it, it's... You can read a book 
you know, I could have read a book when I was 20, read the same book right now. I'm in a different place, so I'm going to get different things out of it. Yeah. Um, but also, kind of the combination. It's where you are right now. The combination of things that you're reading, things that you're listening to, conversations that you're having, all that together is is forming your your growth and your learning experience at the moment mm-hmm. so it's it's so dynamic you can't put a you can't put a pin on it which is pretty interesting but i say all that to say you know listening to dispenza and and the the testimony of the lady that was talking to her kidney cells you know each cell i had listened to that around the same time within a day or two of Jesus telling me that that he healed with love so that's the image that I'm getting yeah I'm like well holy heck that's uh, kind of interesting one when you said that last time thinking of love as the tool if you will Mm mm-hmm the it, method, the tool. Yeah, you know? it makes so much sense and makes no sense at the same time. Yeah. Yeah, we know love is powerful, but that puts some grit to it. Well, and again, it's like you have a tool. That was so, I think we hit these exact points in our our last episode, that was pointed out so plainly. Mm -hmm. Love one another. And we we can look at the the different translations of which love and, you know, each love has a different type and meaning. Mm -hmm. And that helps. I mean, it helps a lot. Yeah. Uh, especially when studying out scripture and things. But I've never, until you said that, thought of it as an actual tool. Mm-hmm. Like it's yeah. what I'm using mm-hmm. in this moment. Mm-hmm. And that puts a whole, whole different dynamic or, um, You know, it's, it's, like we've always talked about, coming at it from a different angle. You're seeing it from a different, right, different viewpoint, right. And I mean, like I said, it's like everything else. It's so simple, mm-hmm. but mind blowing and complicated, right? <laughs> yeah, it like gives it a different function. Mm-hmm. Because when I've always read those kind of verses before, love one another. It's like okay, I I love you. Mm-hmm. And I guess in the back of my head, it, it's been more of a, okay, that when you have an issue, I'm going to try to help you with it. Yeah. Uh, if you wrong me, I'm going to forgive you. You know, things like that, which are true. But this gives it a different function. Yeah. Uh, an additional function, which it should always be building. Our love should be building and our understanding and function of it. But now in this sense, it's like, okay, if I love you and you're, you've got an injury, 
Yeah. That I'm going to focus that down like a laser on that injury and heal that with love. Yeah. Which is, is kind of a odd thing to think about. <laughs> <laughs> Again, because we've never thought of it. I've never heard it taught as a tool. You know, I've, thought, right. I've heard it taught as a, a concept for really your, for yourself. Mm-hmm. And to bring, like, you do it because you're supposed to. And you do it because if you don't, it really hurts you the, more than the other person. Because, mm-hmm. you know, the other person doesn't care. If they did, right, they wouldn't have done it. Or maybe they do. and But again, they're irrelevant to the detriments to you if you don't love people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you're just poisoning yourself. You know, you can you can drink the living water, or you can drink the mucky, earthly water. Mm-hmm. That yeah, it'll get you by, and sometimes you'll find a nice spring here or there, but it's not it's not the best. Right. But I've never heard it, as you put it, as the the actual function functionality of it. In, um, in practice for healing. Um, yeah, and the, and that testimony from that lady that you shared with me and I listened to, uh, you know, him telling her, her testimony. It's just, it seems silly, Mm -hmm. but it's not right. It's definitely not, definitely not silly when it works. Right. (laughs) Exactly. And And, mm -hmm. go ahead. Well, no, it's just, it is a, it's a different layer and it gives you a different, uh, I, I, even a little twist on that is, um, like with my eyes, uh, I, I, after I heard that, um, speaking to my eyes and, and doing that, but you know, every now and then, you know, what comes up when we're, you know, that the ego part that's afraid, mm-hmm. the ego part that's, you know, okay, I, I'll go all in on this and it doesn't work. I, I, you know, or like with the eyes, I, I think that's such a dynamic thing because I can open them right now and and tell if it's working or not yeah. in a sense. Yeah. And you've got the fig tree thing where things were happening before they were seen. Mm-hmm. Um, but part of that love aspect to that, when that piece of us comes up, whether it's ego or whatever you want to call it, that's afraid you know what if this doesn't work yeah or any of the negative talk it's even loving that and i gave mine a little uh, a name called him little man mm-hmm. and i'm like it's okay little man it's okay i'm gonna i'm gonna love that fear too mm-hmm. and this is actually coming from other people that i'm reading right now so it's like this conglomeration of growth coming from all these different aspects, but it's saying the same thing. Yeah. So that love even extends to my fear, my ego, my, you know, what are people going to say? What are, you know, what is this going to do to my faith if I, if I'm not seeing clearly? And it's like even loving those parts. Yeah. It's okay, little man. It's, you know, you you can be afraid. I'm just not going to feed you. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not going to feed that fear, so I'm going to stay in faith and not be afraid of the fear. 
Yeah. Really, if that makes sense. Yeah. Mm -hmm. so stepping into new, new things. The thing about that too, even with the, what did Jesus tell uh, quite a few people? Um, and I think particularly the the woman that touched the hem of his garment. Um, your faith has made you well. Mm -hmm. You know, the centurion, I think, with the servant and mm -hmm. things like that. I think that is even in love in the sense that a lot of times we don't feel worthy to receive. And I've, I've always emphasized your faith has made you well. Mm-hmm. Which, okay, yeah, we've got to have faith. But he also says, your faith has made you well. Mm. And I think emphasizing that, it's giving them, when Jesus says that to you, that's, <laughs> it, it, there's value. Yeah. There's value in me when he says that to me. When he says that my faith, my Faith. It's like you're worthy to receive this healing, mm -hmm. and that's a big hang-up for people. Yeah, I, I'm not. No, I, I've done this, this, and this, and you know, or I didn't take care of whatever this ailment is, or you know, I eat the wrong foods. And I mean, who lives a perfect, healthy life? Yeah, nobody. I mean, not us. Sure, I mean, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I like my ice cream. But that speaks to the worthiness of that that person, which is love. And I think that's one of the hurdles for people getting healed. Well, it was like the the woman at the well, the Samaritan. Mm -hmm. You know, she straight argued with him. <laughs> yeah. And, oh, you don't know what I've done. Yeah. You don't know who I am. If you were truly the Messiah, you wouldn't be. You wouldn't even be talking to me, right? You know, if you only knew. And it's like, well, of course he knows. You know, he, he knows everything. Mm -hmm. And I think it's where a lot of, and by a lot of, I mean myself included, because it doesn't make sense. Um, people get hung up. Well, if he knew what you were going to do, why would he let you do it? Or. You know, you have you can't know what you're going to do because you have free will, and this that, and another. Mm -hmm. And it's like, if a computer compu can compute and predict a numerous amount of possibilities, <laughs> just a human, a really intelligent human, can do the math mm -hmm. and give me statistical probabilities of my entire life's choices once they render in all the data of who I am yeah. today. Then why couldn't the the creator of the universe? Have his own computations that he does <laughs> instantaneously and knowing every choice I could make and which ones I will make without knowing which ones I will make. He's still going to know the outcome of every choice. Yeah. And then he can prepare for me to be stupid and then help <laughs> me after I'm stupid. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yep. And then the hindrance, like you were just saying, that hiccup is our ego taking over while he's trying to pick us up and help us. Yeah. 
sending the person in after you've made poor choices to help you financially and you're just too proud to take the money. Mm-hmm. You know, sending um, the friend in who noticed that you're kind of off and being like, hey man, what's up? What's going on? And you not having the vulnerability uh, to tell them, well, I just did this. Mm-hmm. You know, because yeah. you're scared of what they're going to think of you. Yeah. Which is, a, it's a, that's a real thing. And that can go from little stuff to big stuff. Right. Depending on how you've been raised, depending on who you are as a person today. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I mean, and it's amazing after a, kind of a weird jump, but when you're talking about different things earlier, you know, it's all about observed reality mm-hmm. instead of actual reality. And after reading John Boyd's stuff and how he ties so many different um, scientific things into, um, uh, what's the word, sociology, all these different Mm -hmm. things all tie in together uh, to the point where we're talking about thermodynamics and a a closed system and, you know, an open system or an isolated closed and open system and how you can directly relate that to so many things, yeah, you know, and then, but again, going back to observed reality, how I think this is what's going on because what I'm seeing, I'm filtering through my mind and my predis- uh, predisposition, my assumptions, my um, deductive reasoning, all of these things are getting processed. And then I'm forming an, a- an opinion of the facts that I see. Mm-hmm. And you and I can look at the same thing and form two separate and completely different opinions of what we observed as reality. Right. Yeah. And that's if we're sitting in the same room. Yeah. And then you have what we have today of everybody's observed reality. Mm-hmm. And then they're putting it out on virtual reality on the internet <laughs> where there's no you know, consequences. Yeah. You can't punch you in the mouth <laughs> if, yep. if you call me something. Because I don't know who you are, you know, and, yeah. it, and it just it filters into so many other different horrible aspects of the world we live in. But it, it, it just makes it so, I don't know, not difficult, but... I don't know if frustrating is the right word <laughs> because it's once you get your eyes open to certain aspects, then it, I find myself questioning myself of, okay, well, is this just what I'm observing? Is this just, just is this what I'm thinking is happening mm-hmm. or why it's not happening? You know, right. like we were talking about, you know, with getting healed or not healed or, um, is it, a, is it a fig tree scenario? You know, mm-hmm. is it working? And I just don't know it. Right. Or am I not even observing the things that are happening? Mm-hmm. Like with my youngest son. He was vaccine injured, didn't talk for years. We prayed over him while he was getting, but he started talking. We started figuring a lot of different th- little things out to help him. God told me to pray for him, bring other people in. We all prayed. And afterwards... I forget who it was. Somebody came up to me and I guess I had a look on my face and they're like, are you okay? I know this doesn't, you know, this didn't turn out the way you thought it would. 
and I'm just kind of standing there. I'm like, no, it's it's not that I'm disappointed that I didn't see that miraculous change immediately. Yeah. I was confused. It actually took me like two hours because we got home, called my dad. We were talking about it and talking it out with him is I'm like, oh, that's what's going on. I'm like, it was so done and true and real in me, my spirit, in reality, mm-hmm. that I, my eyes couldn't understand why it wasn't seeing Oof. it happen in the natural. Because I knew it was done. Yeah. Like, it was done. Right. And I know it's done. Mm-hmm. And so my, the look on my face I had was, why do I not see what I know happened? Because mm-hmm. yeah. I know this happened. Right. I know it's done. And it was funny because I'm like, oh, that's why. My, mm-hmm. my eyes were confused because they're lying to me. Right. Exactly. I'm not observing reality yeah. right now because I know this is done. Mm-hmm. I know he's healed. Yeah. And that was, I don't know, year, months, months ago. And it's been funny because after that, while I was kind of walking around confused, uh, another guy came up and he's like, do you see your son right now? And I looked over and he was sitting with his hands folded in his lap. In the uh, a couple rows back, I think from the front of the church, and he was just sitting there quietly. Mm-hmm. And for anybody who has a child who people want to call autistic or whatever, they don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> and he does, and he very rarely sits quietly. I'm, and yeah. I honestly, up until that point, I'm trying to think back, and I was telling my wife, and she's like, "Yeah, I mean, maybe once, twice." Mm-hmm. And I'm like, "I can't think of a single time I've ever seen him sit yeah. with his hands folded on his lap, and he sat there for like ten minutes." Wow. Yeah. And uh, the guy that pointed it out, and he's like, "He's talking to Jesus right now. Like he's getting ministered to." And I'm like, mm-hmm. "Dude, that's awesome. That's victory stuff." <clears throat> And then ever since then, like all these different little things keep cropping up, like his vocabulary is changing. Mm-hmm. He's he's uh, understanding and responding uh, to different things like, hey, bud, can you go do this? Whereas mm-hmm. before he, he, he didn't didn't have the connection. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, a side note on that whole story it was it was really awesome because I think for 30 minutes we prayed and I was praying in the spirit for 30 minutes. And I think I th- said three things in english my wife didn't even register that i did she she told the mountain she said mountains move three times mm-hmm. and then a few different people prayed and there were there was a couple people there one person wasn't even there but knew what we were doing and he prayed for the same thing that i spoke mm-hmm. to which was the same thing that somebody else who was there but couldn't because it was a big group of people couldn't hear he's prayed for the same exact thing so it was like we we're all praying for the same thing and and it's a you know a, a connection issue for his brain and his mouth. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, it's because you know that he's extremely intelligent. He know he's very bright. He just mm-hmm. has a hard time getting words out. Yeah. And it's heartbreaking because you could see it in his eyes that he has something mm-hmm. to say. Sometimes he'll try and say it, and he knows it's wrong. It doesn't sound right, so then he just stopped trying, and now mm-hmm. we're you know forcing, not forcing, but making him talk more, yeah. and not even having to because now he's just coming out with new statements, new mm-hmm. phrases, new things, and to the point where he'll he'll say something in the other room. My wife and I will look at each other and we're like, <laughs> "Was that our oldest son, or was that him? You know who mm-hmm. who just said that?" <laughs> or he'll come up and say something, yeah, and and it's like. 
I should norm I should know how to respond to you like a normal person, <laughs> but I can't because you don't normally talk like this. Like th- this is awesome, but it's taken yeah. months. Yeah, and it's also taken. It's a you know, it, it's taken months for these things to manifest, but then also for us to not treat him like he was. Yeah, you know, yeah. we can't. You know, it. It's it, it's hard mm-hmm. because it's easier to do what we used to do than to try and form something new with him and and make it happen right and now we go into the first break that was quick wow man time flies oh legs asleep (laughs) (laughs) all right we're back Yeah, I think that is significant, and I've heard it in a lot of different ways. Well, I've heard it in a few different ways from a few different people of seeing it before you see it, see it in your spirit before you see it physically. Mm-hmm. But I and and I agree. It's exactly what what you were saying and. I mean, that's a great way to put it that you're confused after it's like because that's the moment it's like okay I 100% believed it in my spirit and I saw it in my spirit because it was and, truth <laughs> yeah and now in in the physical I'm not seeing it so there's a disconnect between the spirit and the physical and it's like, okay, which which way do I go? Mm-hmm. Of course, we know which way to go, but it's we're so reliant on the physical. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Well, and then, and there's a whole bunch of lies that try and creep in. Yeah, especially yep. for me in that specific situation. I mean, I was telling everybody, mm-hmm. Lord, Lord told me this, like yeah. specific things, words, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course, you get everybody so sweet because everybody's like, oh, right. it didn't happen. It didn't happen like you thought it would, but mm-hmm. it's okay. You know, God's still good. And I'm like, yeah, what are you talking about? It's, it happened. It's done. Yeah. It's done like, deal. Yeah. I'm not. I'm great. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And yeah. and honestly, I think in, in that moment, me telling, you know, because the Lord told me to tell everybody, and I told mm-hmm. everybody that I could. Yeah. Like, Everybody. I was telling CEOs of the corporation that I worked at (laughs) about it. Um, It was a Christian corporation, so it's not like, or ministry, so it's not like I was a crazy person. Yeah. But still, he told me to tell these two, you know, these people specifically, and I'm like, I don't know those people. (laughs) I'm not anyone to be telling them that. (laughs) And then I was like, all right, Lord, you want me to tell them? You got to give me an opportunity to. That's not weird. Right. Right. You know, and a uh, whole day went by. No opportunity. Didn't even see him. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, that's fine. And then at the end of the day, they were both leaving. And I was walking by. And they're like, hey, how's it going? I'm like, okay. <laughs> you know, and they're kind of ahead of me. And I was, Get that door open. Yeah, and I walked over. I'm like, you guys got a minute? You know? And, 
and it was awesome because what the Lord was telling me in that time was exactly what he's talking to them about. And they were all excited and I was all excited. Mm. And, and it was a, a bigger, like every time I followed through with what he told me to do, my faith got boosted more and more and more yeah. and more. Yeah. There's things going on that you don't understand. Yeah. And, and I'm sure that blessed them and edified them because mm -hmm. they're like, oh, good. There's somebody else here that thinks this way. Right. You know, and yeah. and it was, I think the tell everyone had more to do with my walk with him mm -hmm. and, and trusting him. Because, again, like we've talked about, <laughs> when he tells you to do something, often it's, it's, it's like it's unnatural. Yeah, right. Which makes sense because everything he wants to do and has to it do is, is supernatural. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yep. You'd think we'd we'd get a get the point. Yeah. Well, just like trusting in what you see in the spirit more than what you see in the physical. Yeah. But it's still a it can be difficult to walk it walk it out. <laughs> well, and I think yeah. that's what's funny is we take scripture Like, you know, it's it's not an easy path. It's, you know, you're it's going to be hard. You're going to have trials. And we equate that to uh, people coming against us or the enemy or whatever. And in reality, it's like, I think so much more of it has to do with it's going to be hard because it doesn't feel natural. It's going to mm -hmm. be hard because you're going against your very vessel mm -hmm. and your vessel is going to fight you every step, every step of the way. Right. Yeah, you know, yeah. your earthly, your your human mind is going to fight you because you have been conditioned for your entire life <laughs> to not be okay with what you're being told to do. Yeah, can't it doesn't work like that. Mm -hmm. You can't walk on water. It, well, you can. You can't talk to a storm, and but mm -hmm. you know we we know the stories. Yeah, but we're fighting years of education. <laughs> exactly uh, and and it yeah. makes it unnatural yeah. when in reality he created the earth for us to have dominion over mm -hmm. completely yeah so not you know not just speak to the storms but the animals and everything else mm -hmm. so if we could get back to reality and actuality of where we're supposed to be and what we're supposed to be doing all these things that seem crazy would actually be far more natural because that's what it was created for yeah yeah uh, you know, and and that's exactly how Jesus walked. He walked in the supernatural. I mean, duh, big surprise, but he walked it. He told us he was the way, mm. and he told us to do what he did and greater. And it's like... We are supposed to be supernatural. We're supposed to be talking to storms and walking on water and healing people and setting the captives free and uh, the oppressed and loving people. Love one another means all of those things he told us to do. Yeah. Cleanse the leper and, and every other uncurable disease and all these aspects that's what we're supposed to be walking in naturally yeah so naturally supernatural yeah i don't know if we've talked about it on here before but you know the tv series the chosen 
the way that they bring to life scripture you said the you know cleansing the leper and, mm. and loving and and how like the, their portrayal of that moment is a hug yeah it's it's no it's fine don't worry about it mhm it just that's mm. it mm yep and then it's a now be be healed it's a state of being just do it be it yeah and you know over and over in that series the way they portray things i'm like man they make this seem as easy as it sounds when you read it in scripture. Yep. Effortless. Yep. And yeah. Which, the, mm-hmm. which again, just it seems so contrary <laughs> to everything. Because everything in life you have to do. Right. You know, I had to, I had to do, not a lot, but I had to do stuff to get this fire started. Mm-hmm. You know, I had to pull out the old ash, and then I set the logs upright the way I like to do it, and then I, you know, put in some little. They call it fat wood. It's kind of like starter logs, but natural. And some paper, and threw some matches in. I put all. I did all this effort. Yeah. To get this fire started. Mm-hmm. Do I have to? <laughs> exactly. Can I just tell it to be? Mm-hmm. And I mean, we have examples of that in the Bible, and that was a. We do. His logs were doused in in water, soaked in law, lo- soaked in water for what, mm-hmm. like twenty four hours or something. Yeah. Call down fire on I mean, it. Just oof. But mm-hmm. our whole world is based on doing. Mm-hmm. So when it comes to just love someone, and then mm-hmm. use that love as the um, the tool for healing, it's like <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Like it, there was a lot there. And it makes sense somewhere way back here that way, I can't reach. <laughs> but in the world is figuring it out too. Yeah. You know, the, the, I mentioned him last time because that's what I'm reading a lot of. Uh, Dr. Joe Dispenza and Chopra and uh, Deepak Chopra and um, Kyle Cease and all these guys that didn't necessarily come out of the church. Yeah. It's probably why they're figuring it out because they didn't come out of the church. They don't have we have that doctrine to break yeah that additional religious weight that uh we've got to break through as well as the physical so yeah it's i mean people in the world are figuring it out it's it's we are supernatural beings and reading that i think i sent it to you the other day the first corinthians 15 50 yeah and through the rest of it um somebody mentioned it in a social media post earlier that day not what they were talking about but man it just like spotlight on (laughs) this little thing that they said in the middle of a bunch of other stuff that this mortal will put on immortality it's like that's exactly what we're going for Mm -hmm. what i had to break off of that was doctrine because that section of scripture, I've always seen it through the filter of a rapture, like a typical Western church Christian rapture doctrine. Yep. Taking that filter off and just reading it, it's like, holy hell, this is pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> this mortal. So throw the rapture thing aside, put it on the table. I'm not saying 
right or wrong, just put it on the table for a second, this mortal will put on immortality. And he says at the beginning of that, around verse 50, that flesh and blood can't receive this. Mm -hmm. Exactly what you were just talking about. What we physically can see, do, that can't receive this. So put aside flesh and blood. Be in the spirit, who we really are. Mm -hmm. I am. You are. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then our mortal can put on immortality. And we can call down fire, manifest bread, walk on water, heal disease. 100% of the time, water into wine. Mm-hmm. Not a bad gig there. I mean, I could open a vineyard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Would you call it a vineyard? <laughs> if there's no vines. <laughs> uh, but I'm the vine. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, I mean... And that makes, you know, the, the kingdom of earth or the kingdom of heaven is here and now make more sense. Mm-hmm. And that it's in yep. us. It's in you, everything. And if, if when Jesus died on the cross mm. and tore the veil between heaven and earth, I mean, I don't think I need to do a physical demonstration of what that means. You are breaking the separation. Yeah. And... What would be the point of that if it, you know, of all the things we take literal, why don't we take the stuff that makes more sense literally? Pick you, and choose. Well, and, and, and obviously it's an easy answer because it doesn't work. Because mm-hmm. the teachers of the past or the present and myself, because it doesn't work because we don't understand how to do it. Mm-hmm. Because it, we just don't yet. Right. <clears throat> but... With that, it makes perfect sense. Mm-hmm. It, if the kingdom of heaven is here now, if he rent the veil and removed the separation, if him being the ultimate atonement for Adam's sin, which gives us opportunity to, to come back to the Father in fullness, being made new and perfect just like him, and then receiving Holy Spirit, who's the helper, well, what do we need help with? All of it. We don't know what we're doing. <laughs> we don't know what we're doing. Yeah. You know, as I like to Until say, do. It's, you know, it's dad, my brother, and my bestie, because my bestie is the one that's always helping me. Mm-hmm. Holy Spirit's there as my best friend to be there to help me. Yeah. And everybody's, I, I always, I don't know, maybe I'm not, maybe I'm the only one, but, and I don't even remember when I heard this, I think it was at some evangelical church I went to as a young adult. But, you know, <clears throat> I don't remember what they were teaching in the sense of what their opinion was, but don't grieve the Holy Spirit. And I never really understood that. Mm-hmm. Until recently, where I, if you take, if you think of Holy Spirit as an actual being, person, if you will, He's right there helping you, trying to help you always. <laughs> If you were trying to get that fire started, and I'm like, hey, man, you got to, no, just move that over there. No, the, the flu's closed. You got to open up. It's, it's going to die. It, it died. <laughs> and you were just ignoring me the whole time mm-hmm. while I'm trying to help you. That would grieve me. Yes. 
Uh, you know, yeah. that would grieve me. And if we have someone who has been sent for us, especially that we know he exists, we've been taught about him, experienced him, mm-hmm. and then continually ignore him, yeah, that's, that would grieve him. Yeah. I think I think we grieve the Holy Spirit a lot more than we think. <laughs> I think so. Because in most yeah. secular, not secular, but accepted teachings, it's 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 very specific, mm-hmm. you know, about grieving him, and it's always right. about sin. I don't think yeah. sin bothers him at all. No, no. It, it it has to do with he ha, he is there to help us in all things that have been given to us freely that we're supposed to give out, mm-hmm. and we're not. Yeah, you know. Yeah. He's trying to help us, and we're just ignoring him. Mm-hmm. I, I think a good word for it, too, because grieve is a little, I don't know, harder for me to understand. But when you were just saying that, I was thinking, well, that would be frustrating if I was trying to sh- tell you how to start a fire and you were doing it wrong. Yeah. Said, don't frustrate the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, why won't they listen? <laughs> <laughs> or even if you were doing it and it worked, but it took you half an hour and you're stoking yeah. it and you're playing with it and you're doing this stuff. And I'm like, bro, <laughs> yeah, you got there all right. on your own. All on your you own. You sure did it, mm-hmm. you know. <clears throat> and, and and then it's like we, we briefly uh, hit on, on the last episode with, you know, walking the path. Mm-hmm. You have... New Christians or people that haven't encountered, they've been Christian their whole, their, their whole life, and then they have a moment where they catch fire, and they just take off, mm-hmm. and they take up, take off up the side of the mountain. Yeah, yeah. And Holy Spirit's like, "That's not your path." <laughs> <laughs> what? Don't, don't you know? Ah, there he goes. They get that glimpse of the pinnacle. They get the glimpse mm-hmm. of what their ministry is going to be, what they're supposed to do in life, yeah. or just a glimpse of the Father. And man, that's exciting when you have that encounter. Yeah. And they take off, and then they burn out because they're sprinting up the side of a 14er, mm-hmm. and they're never going to make it. Get winded. And on along the way, they'll hit their path, and they'll get provision, or they'll run into somebody that kind of is like, oh, man, yeah. let me just help you out for a minute. But they, they burn out. Why do they burn out? Because they're not actually on their path. Right. They're, they're heading towards what they think, mm-hmm. or they're heading towards what they know because they, they had that encounter. They know this is where they're supposed to go. Yeah. But they're not going the right way. Yeah. What happens when you when you're walking a path? You're building strength. You're building endurance. Yeah. You're hitting your provision because it's laid out for you on your path. Mm-hmm. You're hitting you know people who are there to help you, assist Damn. you, teach you. You're hitting people that you're <laughs> supposed to help, assist, and teach. Yeah. And as normal people like you and I, it's like who am I to teach someone something? Mm-hmm. But I've right. I've had conversations with Bible college instructors. With what the Father's been telling me, and they're just sitting there like a kid in church. Yeah. I'm like, dude, that's awesome. That is really good. And I'm like, thanks. It's not mine. (laughs) Yeah. That is so good. Talking about that path going around the mountain, because it is, like you said, it's, it's our provisions laid out, the people we need to hear from, people we need to talk to, and have the mutual back and forth. Everything's laid out. <clears throat> correctly to our benefit mm-hmm. along the path. And like you said, we, we're getting stronger, we're building endurance, our growth is predictable, if you will. It, it's steady, yeah. is a better word. Um, 
But yeah, we start sprinting up. Okay, boom, we hit the path here. And maybe we get some provision, maybe we don't. Depending on where we hit the path, we run into a teacher, a person, provision, whatever. And it's like, oh, that was great. And then they keep going to the next level. And say, oh, we get some here, but we missed everything around the whole mountain that would have made this more impactful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was cool, but it's, I mean, it, how many of us feel like, yeah, it's kind of hit and miss. I, I grow for a bit, and then I don't, and then I get excited, and then I don't, and then I don't have provision for a while, and then I do, and it's because you're probably going up, yep, like a straight up, or you're falling down <laughs> the path because it's so steep, you're slipping, you're having to relearn things. If we just walk our path, freaking calm the hell down and walk it, and enjoy it mm-hmm. and be on the path instead of trying to climb the mountain fast as we can. Well, and that's why so many people burn out. Yeah. Or they're walking along the path, and as you go, as you're raising in elevation, while well, your vision's changing, mm-hmm. the amount you can see, first you just see the trees, and then you see the treetops, and now you're seeing the next state. Yeah. And in your your clarity, your vision, what you can see, what you're understanding, because you're walking all the way. Oh, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, I had a switch back. I got to come back around the way. Yeah. I never saw this side until now because I came back all the way around. Mm-hmm. Plus, I think a lot of time we see a lot of people that are. I'm sure those about those of you out there that follow more ministers and stuff. You know, you have those big world outreach peoples or you know big huge mega churches whatever and then their their head pastor messes up mm-hmm. or even personally and everybody else you, you're walking the path and you get to provision and then you sit and you stay you just hunker down you're like this is awesome yeah it's like you're not stay even right a, here you're not even a third of the way up the mountain but it's all the provisions there you're mm-hmm. doing good it feels good but then all of a sudden after a while you're like man why is this just not working mm-hmm. why is this not why doesn't this feel right anymore? It's like because you didn't make it, man. Yeah, <laughs> you weren't. You weren't even close. This isn't your arrival spot. Yeah, this is just a checkpoint. Well, Keep going. And, and then you have the people like the big mega church, whomever's that make make poor choices. They they got stuck at provision, and then they made they got complacent, and then they had idle hands, mm-hmm. and then they did something stupid, and here we are walking up. And we're not the Good Samaritan. We're just mm-hmm. like, oh, man, look at that idiot. Yeah. Man, I can't believe he did that. Yeah. And we just keep walking. Mm-hmm. And we miss the most perfect opportunity to love. Yep. And yep. grab him by the hand. Pick him up. Say, hey, man, let me get this dust off of you. Yeah. yeah let's walk together for a little while. Mm. And it's just... I don't know, for me, it's kind of heartbreaking that so many have come to a place of being where they think they are supposed to be, and they just they just settle in. Mm-hmm. And of course, God's going to provide. Yeah. He's a good dad. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, and they, they get to that fifth camp. And they're just like, man, this was hard just getting here. And I'm doing pretty good. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was 
me not too long ago, I was doing pretty good. Mm-hmm. And then things changed. <laughs> and now I'm doing better, which makes no nat- like no rational sense. Right. But I know I'm on my path. Mm-hmm. And we're not hurting for anything, which, again, makes no sense. <laughs> <laughs> and and I, I kind of enjoy being in a place where in which, like, it doesn't have to make sense. Yeah. Um, doesn't all have to be mortal. No. It's, I don't want to start into it because we're about to have to take a break, but um, my wife read me a quick testimony. I think she saw it on Facebook. It was really awesome. It was actually one of our neighbors. And long story short, they were, they uh, waited too long to get propane and then we're going to run out mm-hmm. and, oh, it'll be fine. And then we had cold snaps and and they ran out and they were trying, they had the money set aside for it. They ordered, oh, we can't be out for two weeks, yeah. 14 days until we can get out to, you know, give you any propane. And they're like, oh, I guess we'll just deal with it. And then that, that Sunday, uh, God told her a specific number to get to give at church. And she's like, okay. <laughs> I mean, I was going to give anyways. That's just more. And that kind of, that digs into my supply, but he says, give out of your storehouse. Mm-hmm. So she did. And her and her husband just decided we're just going to keep the, the house at 68 like we always do. And we're just going to let it go. And if it runs out, it runs out. And it kicked on the first day after and the second day after and the third day after. And for 14 days, their heater continued to work while they had no propane. <laughs> yeah. And then the guy showed up and filled it and then... You know, and there's more. There's more details, but they wow. ha- they said no. You told me to give this, so I'm going to give this. And you, and then of course the father just steps in yeah. and takes care of it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, one, that's awesome. <laughs> mm-hmm. and, and two, not making sense is beginning to make more sense. And exactly. it's exactly it's an awesome place to live. No kidding. <laughs> it, it's. It is an awesome place to live. Oh, I want to live there more and, and stop just visiting and actually live there. <laughs> um, but it's, I, I think at the same time, it's uncomfortable mm-hmm. because it's a, it's a growth. And that's why people stop growing. And I've done it too. It's more comfortable to not grow and not challenge yourself yeah. and, and to experience those things and have to battle the ego and and put it down and of course now it's kind of fun because i battle my ego different <laughs> it's got a name yeah <laughs> little man <laughs> like it's okay little man it's just i love you it just calm down it's gonna be okay <laughs> take <a breath. laughs> yeah take a breath little man we're gonna get through this yeah so that's made it more fun but man the growth after that though is everything that happens supernaturally <laughs> It's awesome. And we're back once again, again. Once again, again. Uh, hmm. Yeah, I don't know what got me on this earlier, but mm-hmm. I popped it up and I was like. <laughs> Uh, Gina was reading something to me that had the word mystic in it or whatever. 
And it's just kind of a cool word, but it's like, yeah, what does it actually mean? So it's Oxford Dictionary says that a mystic is a person who seeks by contemplation and self-surrender to obtain unity with or absorption into the deity, capital D, or the absolute. That's a good name for God, the absolute. That is a very good name. Or who believes in the spiritual apprehension of truths that are beyond the intellect. Hmm. This mortal putting on immortality. I was like, well, hell, I'm a mystic. Sweet. (laughs) (laughs) That's like one of my favorite conversations of uh, when we first started talking, mm-hmm. not talking, but when we first started having conversations like these, you know, it's like, oh man, that's heresy. <laughs> and then yeah. I, I, I said it so much, and you know, I'd come in, come into your office, and I'm like, oh, I got some more heresy for you, you know, <laughs> dad's been talking to me today. Mm-hmm. And then I look up the word heresy or heretic, mm. and all heresy is, is someone that has, is going against the confirmed or agreed upon doctrine. Yeah. So what we currently know and accept to be true is doctrine. And heresy is someone who is going, not necessarily even against, but isn't in agreement with the agreed upon doctrine. Yeah. Yep. So Mm. that would make me a heretic because Mm -hmm. I disagree, or maybe I don't disagree, I just don't, agree because i don't understand you know whatever your position is Mm -hmm. so you know if you're going to start hitting us up in the comics that comments section being like you're a heretic i'll be like thanks (laughs) thank you (laughs) because y'all are just mystic heretics yep i'll take it yep because it's i'm not trying to say anyone else is wrong i'm saying okay this is what i've been taught what i've believed and like you said i'm going to put this on the table because I've always thought of this as this, mm-hmm. like 1 Corinthians fifteen fifty and on. I've always been taught and believed that this was a rapture moment or a um, resurrection, <clears throat> died and resurrected, you know, where we've been gone and then now Christ is back and then, okay, now we're being resurrected and we're, yeah. we're, our, we're putting on our immortality and, every, and that's fine. Everybody agrees upon that. Mm-hmm. But it's like, but what if? Let's, let's set this aside for a moment. Yeah. Because dad's trying to tell me something, and if he's trying to tell me something, yeah. then maybe this was, we just misinterpreted this. Right, right. And you can't tell me that, that interpretations or beliefs or doctrines can't change because they always have. Right, yeah. And the only reason they always have is because we're 2,000 years after they were taught. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And which is why, again, Paul even just 40 years after, is having to get after the church because they're screwing everything up. Right. You just guys are 40 building, years. Yeah, just 40 years you're building doctrine. That's not yeah. the doctrine of Christ. Yeah. And now here we are 2,000 years later, and we think we got it. Building doctrine. How often is doctrine explaining... How often is doctrine built to explain... 
why it's not working. Mm-hmm. I was I was thinking exactly <laughs> what you're saying. You know, it, the more I'm I, I pull up doctrines in my mind, it's like, yeah, that's explaining why it's not working. Mm-hmm. And until and like we've said before, until it's working a hundred percent like it did with Jesus. I mean, that's something I think that Christians worldwide can agree on that. Okay, we're supposed to be walking as Jesus did because he told us to. Mm -hmm. He said, hey, do these things. He sent the 12 out to do it a couple different times as practice before he left. And it's like, I'm doing these. I'm showing you how to do it. Y'all go out and do it. Okay, what happened? Okay, I'm going to send you out again. It's like, we're supposed to be doing what he did. So until we're doing that, I'm seeking Mm -hmm. and, and pushing through and tabling all these doctrines that are just explaining things in a t- weird, twisted way of why it's not working mm-hmm. or why it doesn't work all the time. Yeah. Mm. Well, and, and it's building division. Yeah. You know, <clears throat> I didn't even, and that's what's so funny is because, again, I, as a as a youth, I'd never really paid attention to Anything that didn't feel right spiritually. Mm-hmm. So when somebody would at a church they were teaching something, and I'm like, Meh, I don't really agree with that. I didn't care that that the preacher, or teacher, or pastor, or whomever was, you know, qualified to teach. Mm-hmm. So I should just listen <laughs> to him. Right. I, I didn't. That didn't. That doesn't resonate with me. Yeah. That's not hitting me on the right frequency. <laughs> exactly. And so it never stuck. Yeah. And and as my family grew and my parents grew in, in their faith and understanding, and we move we graduated from church to church. None of the stuff that they grew up with, that the doctrinal bonds and, uh, and by bonds I mean chains that they had, they mm-hmm. had to break those away. Yeah. I didn't have to do that. Mm-hmm. And because nothing, one, thankfully, I wasn't in the years and years and years of, um, you know, doctrinal bonding that they were. But also, I just never let anything stick to me that didn't feel right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And of course, everybody, I mean, I think every Christian's heckles just went, oh, you can't go on your feelings. <laughs> I just saw a teaching yeah. about somebody, I, you know, from a, uh, a ministry that I, I really enjoy and agree with. They're like, oh, it's not about feelings. Not about how you feel. And I'm like, I agree. I'm not talking about how I feel like this makes me feel good, so I'm going to do it. I'm talking about me being a spirit being and it resonating with the truth of who I am and the truth of what the Father's told me. So when things didn't resonate with what I knew to be truth because I experienced it with Mm -hmm. the Father, I didn't hold on to it. Mm -hmm. And so moving into what we're doing now was relatively easy because mm-hmm. that's what I've kind of done my whole life. Yeah. But there are hindrance. There are, you do need fellowship because if not, then you get to the point like I've been my whole life where it's, you know, um, either sprinting on my path or up the side and then burning out and sliding back yeah. down. And I've wasted, uh, you know, I'm, if I was Jesus, I wouldn't have even started my ministry yet because <laughs> I'm older than he was. than when he was crucified, mm-hmm. you know, so it's, yeah, it's not about being qualified 
in by world standards, it's not about any of that. It, it's just about having the relationship, hearing from the Father, and and again, Scripture is going to confirm everything He's telling you. Mm-hmm. The scary part is is when it confirms what He's telling you, but it's not how people have agreed upon the right. meaning of it. Right. And it's just, it, you know, that's where you run into some people out there like, oh, you're, who are you? you're not qualified to talk on these <laughs> things. Where's your degree mm-hmm. in theology and everything else? And yeah. I'm like, bro, I, 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 don't, I, I know people who can quote the Bible left and right, and, and you wouldn't think that they've ever read it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then I know people who, can, who just are so enriched by it yeah, because they're letting their relationship with the Father, mm-hmm. and how intimate that they they the time that they put into that relationship, and then the scriptures just jump out, and man, they can quote it, mm-hmm. and their revelation of things is amazing. Yeah, and even they're like, oh, I've never heard this taught like this before, or I've never heard this taught. Mm-hmm. I, it's like, ugh, and I'm like, bro, you're on it. Like, just <laughs> keep going, you keep know? moving. You yeah, know? and especially when you're young, because I'm thinking about a very specific person. Yeah, he's young. He's extremely well versed in the word, mm-hmm. and man, Dad talks to him. Mm-hmm. This kid will take a walk for an hour and come back with an entire revela- revelatory sermon, <laughs> and he's like, "I've never heard it like this." And I'm like, "Bro, that's fire!" Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, that's good, you know. Yep. But it's because he lets his relationship lead. Mm-hmm. He's hearing from the Father, and yeah. because he's poured so much time into learning Scripture. It's not about the scripture. It's about he's actually learning from it because yeah. the revelation's coming out of it because of the relationship. Right, right. You know? Um, yeah. You know, it's like, oh, read the Bible in a year. Okay. What'd you get out of that? Yeah. Yeah. Not a bad thing. No, no. you need to get the word in for sure. Right. But get the word in, the one with the beard. Yeah. Get get the fit, the living word <laughs> in. Yeah. Let him direct that, that, that revelation and relationship. Exactly. Yeah. You know, I don't know how many times I've just gone to lay down, pray in the Spirit. All right, Dad, what do you want to tell me? Pray in the Spirit, pray in the Spirit, and I'll get a scripture. And then this is exciting for me because I don't I don't know. First example of this, I was a teenager, and uh, I was trying, I went to a Promise Keepers event. They were talking about reading for depth and not distance. Hmm. And, uh, but I didn't know where to start. I, you know, I don't know. So I'm like, all right, Dad. God at the time, you know, what do you want to? What do you want to tell me? What do you have for me? Mm-hmm. And I got Isaiah 54:12. And I'm like, I don't even know if Isaiah has 54 chapters. <laughs> well, let's see. let's find out. And it was a very specific scripture for me. And I mean, I've held on to that my whole life. Mm-hmm. And I still do that because I'm again, I'm not really great about reading the Bible all the time. So I don't know how many chapters are in what book. And mm-hmm. and so it's still exciting when it's like, you know, uh, I'll get a verse and I'll be like, oh, I wonder if this one's there, if I heard it right. <laughs> and the more I do that, the more, I'm, man, I'm hearing it right. Yeah. What he tells me that night is either something I'm dealing with right now. And there's been times I've read a scripture that he's given me and I'm like, okay, that was cool, I guess. Yeah. I got nothing. Mm-hmm. And then the next morning, Drive going into work, praying in the spirit, and I'm like, and it like revelation pops and I'm like, Oh, Oh, that's neat. That's really cool. And then later that day, something that directly relates to that, mm. you know, mm-hmm. through a person comes in, boom, now it's an issue that yeah. I have to deal with. And I'm like, Oh, 
He gives me wisdom to yeah. revelatory knowledge. <laughs> he gave me a scripture last yeah. night for today that I that made no sense. Mm-hmm. That's walking down the path. Yeah. And catching everything on the path. It's like Mario. <laughs> I want everything <laughs> that's on my path because it's all there for a reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. It's just... When we, when we put God into a box of this is what you're supposed to do, mm-hmm. will it work? Probably to a certain extent. Yeah. But is that the fullness of what he has for you if, if he's limited? Mm. You know, in, we limit him in so many ways. For example, I was limiting him by having a job that paid X amount of money because mm-hmm. that's all the money I was going to get. Yeah. Well, now I'm not limiting him because I don't, I'm, I'm kind of working when I want to work with a sort of set schedule and I could work more and make more money, mm-hmm. but then I wouldn't have time for this. I wouldn't have time for what yeah. you know my wife and kids and I are doing together, what we, what we want to do around the property. So could I make more money doing a job that pays X amount of dollars? Or can I make make more money? Will I receive more money walking the path, the true path he has for me, where he, he's like, oh, man, I'm just going to pour into this kid because he is listening. Yeah. Yeah. He's doing what I'm telling him to. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like, you know, the vision we have, for what we're doing here, mm-hmm. we're two dudes talking. For now, <laughs> right? But eventually, we want to talk to other people who are truth seekers. Mm-hmm. We want to talk to other people who have experiences that we don't have. Yeah. Uh, and like, I, I think this was the first example I got in my brain. You know, it's like, how cool would it be when we have subscribers and uh, people, you know, giving us money to sit and talk, helping us do this full time. And then it's like, well, now there's an avenue for the father just to pour into us. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, cool, we'll find out, we'll find some Tibetan monk somewhere who's got some revelation in something, <laughs> go and interview him, talk to him, and then bless him in his village or his monastery yeah. or whatever, because we have these hundreds of thousands, millions of dollars flowing yeah. through this ministry mm-hmm. to where we can fly out to wherever we want, talk to someone and then be like, oh, cool, what do you guys need? Yeah. Oh, you need a well dug? Too mm-hmm. easy. You, have, you want yeah. 10? You know, and then we put the word out, hey guys, this is what we're doing. Or we just have, you know, a, a petty petty cash fund with millions of dollars in it mm-hmm. where we can just sit there and bless people. Yep. Start locally and then eventually make it worldwide. Mm-hmm. That's not limiting God. It sounds right. absolutely crazy while I sit in my living room <laughs> talking to you. <laughs> but it's like, well, why not? But we've seen it in the spirit. Yeah. And that's where the truth is. That's where the truth is. Yeah. You know, it started with like what? I think I started with, well, we'll have a thousand acres, build a truth seeker center mm-hmm. or whatever. And then I'm like, well, why a thousand? Why not a hundred thousand? Where do you even buy a hundred thousand? How do you right. get a hundred? Like where, who has a hundred thousand acres just to sell? Right. <laughs> you know, but it, it's that not limiting. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's like, yeah. why? Well, why not? He get what the you, universe. Yeah, exactly. Get what you need. Not within limits of what you think you can handle or think you can buy or think you can and it's just all physical 
And that's so boring. Mm-hmm. Who cares about the physical? Let's let's get into what's possible. Anything. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. It's, if this mortal is going to put on immortality, he'd be a little bit outside the box. <laughs> yeah. It's some of these guided meditations and stuff that that Doctor Dispenza does, and some others. You know, to kind of get you out, out of your head, so much, and you know, a, a lot of them will use, you know, space as an example, or you know, being in just that where you could as as much as our brain can conceptualize this of being um, infinite mm-hmm. and out. And I was going through one the other day, just a few days ago. I was like. Getting out of, you know, this space and time, I mean, I started thinking afterwards, like, really, physically on this planet is the only time reference that we have. Hmm. If we're, I don't know why this is coming up, but if we're outside of this planet as an infinite being conversing with infinite with God there is no time mm-hmm. and there is no distance I mean you, you start sloughing off these limitations of don't limit God and, and I, mean, the, I mean we're taking limits off let's go ahead and take off distance and time and really get these limits I mean they're kind of like doctrines mm-hmm. really too where you just slough all this off and be free I mean how else is mortal going to become immortal if we still have these limitations we we can't Yeah. so we got to slough off all these things that we can so so that we can progress around the mountain yep mm. well and that's like Weren't you talking about a TV show where on this planet, you know, one hour on our time is, you know, like 17 years or, you know. Oh, yeah, that Interstellar talked about that, yeah. So it's something like, I mean, because as you're saying that, I'm like, well, yeah, what is time when you remove it from Earth? Mm -hmm. You jump into another solar system on another planet and everything moves differently. So then time in essence is defined by human. Right. Because I'm going to age, no matter where I am, mm-hmm. and we've just tacked a word to it, you know. Right. If if act, whoever decided that one year is one year and not five rotations is one year, right? You see what I mean? Like yeah, somebody at exactly. some point, oh well, we one revolution is one year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Instead of, well, whoever's currently in charge doesn't like that because they don't want to be thirty-five. So five <laughs> revolutions is one year, and that's what we're going to define age by. Yeah, it's observed reality. It's a it's a it's a social construct of right. what we live in today. Yeah. Yep, which is defined by age. Mm-hmm. And if you're an ageless being, which we are, we are, then once you remove our construct of time, mm-hmm. which is solely based on aging, really, yeah, 
because again, if we jumped to a different planet, it, time would be different because mm -hmm. we divine time by revolutions around the sun, right? So on and so forth. I think all you sciencey people, you yeah, tell me if I'm wrong. Know. But what a, a rotation is a day, and a trip around is a year. Something, like, yeah, yeah, sounds good. Works for me. <laughs> well, I, yeah, and it is. It's as the as we rotate on our axis, one rotation's a day. And yeah. we do that 365 times to make one full lap around the sun. Yeah. So yeah. that's what we define as time. Yeah. And then we've broken it down into smaller increments. Mm -hmm. And then we add a little wobble in there. For yep. Grins. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and then, and then we add, and then we add five day, five working days and two days off and, and, yeah. uh, you know, yeah, where that come from? <laughs> it used to be six working days with one day off. Mm -hmm. We got lazy. But yeah, moving in the right direction. Let's go four days, mm -hmm. three days off. Actually, you're already there. Three days and four days off. Yep. Ah, uh, yeah. Huh. That one that got weird. Yeah, yeah, that got a little uh, mystic there for a little bit. <laughs> Mystical. But mm. again, removing the limitations. Yeah. And if you can truly do that, I mean, just think about how much time you could spend talking to the Father. Because you could spend 30 minutes talking to Him, but it could feel like two days. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So don't tell me you don't have time, because if you do it right, mm -hmm. I'm starting to think it, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. I tell you, you get into a, a good meditation... And you'll lose track of time. <laughs> lose track. You know, if I'm in a good position, I'm, I don't feel my body anymore. And it's truly a mystical experience. <laughs> <laughs> but we all do that, even in the physical. You get wrapped up in, into something and you lose track of time. I've, yeah. I've driven to and from work before and not knowing how I did it. Right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I was like, wow, how did, when did I, huh, that was dangerous. <laughs> you know, but well, what's the, you know, what's the difference? Because I was in thought. Exactly. And I yeah. autopiloted all the way back. Consciousness. Yep. Hmm. Well. I think it's pretty good to end on yeah. time, because mm -hmm. <laughs> time's about up. Time is about, <laughs> speaking of time, <laughs> well, that's definitely some things to contemplate. Investigate thoroughly. Investigate thoroughly. It's Miyamoto Mushashi. Mm. We should just read the chapter of emptiness at the beginning of an episode and then mm -hmm. we could talk for hours just about that yeah yeah that's huge i find it really interesting that we're coming we being culture consciousness full circle because you look at somebody like miyamoto who was a warrior poet artist Mm -hmm. and we're coming back to 
the, uh, King David was a warrior, a poet, an artist. Mm-hmm. And now we're like the people that are really talking sense, in my opinion, these days are warriors. And now yeah. it's becoming more acceptable to be something like a poet or an artist mm-hmm. and, and be a warrior at the same time. You mm-hmm. know, there was always this stigma of, oh, that's frilly or whatever, you know. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, but like the best dudes ever, philosophers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't just sit around and do what we're doing. They were somethings. Yeah. But they had they had to battle to get there. And after living in the lives they lived, they come to an understanding of more. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where, you know, we have all these celebrities and filthy rich people who are completely empty. Right. And they've accomplished everything and in, by society standards or general societies, Western society standards, they should be the happiest people on earth. Right. Mm-hmm. They have everything. Mm-hmm. And have nothing. And have absolutely nothing. Yeah. Everything physical, nothing spiritual. Mm-hmm. Well. Yeah. That was a good talk. It was. Very nice. I like it. More growth. Mm-hmm. Let's explore some new stuff this week. Yep. Go deeper. Go higher. Mm-hmm. Keep walking that path. Make your way around your mountain. Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll see you on the way. All right. (laughs) Till next time.